Welcome to episode 69 of the Maybury Devotional, entitled, How Firm a Foundation. Today I'll be looking at season 3, episode 2 of the Andy Griffith Show, Andy and the New Mayor. I'll also be looking at scripture from Isaiah chapter 26, verse 4. In the beginning of today's episode, we see Barney at the courthouse making a phone call to Juanita, trying to make a date for the night. When Andy returns to the courthouse, we see a running joke that starts off about the smell of Barney's cologne. We are introduced to Jess, who's been arrested for moonshining. Jess is going to be released from the, his stint at the jail long enough to go home and do some farming. Andy then proceeds to go to the mayor's office for a meeting with the new mayor. Andy arrives late, which the mayor isn't really fond of. The mayor then goes on to discuss ways he can improve the sheriff's office. The mayor goes on to discuss the fact that Andy doesn't carry a gun and Barney only carries one bullet. Back at the courthouse, we see Mrs. Ambrose come in and drop off her little boy so she can go get some groceries. And again, the joke of Barney's cologne gets brought up. As Opie is sitting there at the courthouse waiting for Andy to get back, a phone call comes into the courthouse for Barney, and it's Juanita calling him back. Barney gets rid of Opie by giving him some money to get some licorice and ends up stashing Opie's fish in the top drawer. As Barney gets off the phone with Juanita, the mayor comes into the courthouse to do an inspection for his report that he's turned into the governor. As Barney is trying to do his best to impress the mayor, he gets all flustered about everything he does. While looking for a pencil, the mayor finds Opie's fish in the top drawer. As they start to explain things to the mayor, Mrs. Ambrose's son, Jeremy, starts to cry while laying down. Barney and Andy know exactly what to do to calm down little Jeremy, the mayor doesn't take too kindly to that, though. When Jess's wife comes in to pick him up so he can go home and work for his crops, the mayor doesn't like that either, and he orders Andy to keep Jess locked up for the entire sentence. After the mayor leaves, Andy tells Jess that he's allowed to leave and go home, but he must be sure to be back in three days. The next few scenes show Barney as he's worried to death about how to keep from the mayor the fact that Jess is not in jail. Barney has a couple close calls and even has to pretend to be the prisoner in the jail when the mayor stops by. The mayor goes to complain that no one is in the courthouse, and Andy ends up having to confess that he let Jess go home. The mayor then demands that Andy meet him in his office. As Barney sees the mayor approaching, he takes a position in the jail cell to act like the prisoner. The mayor comes in, fully aware that it's Barney who's in the cell, and he tries to trick Jess, well, Barney, into coming out of the cell and going home. When Andy arrives, he goes to the cell and he realizes it's Barney when the mayor calls out Barney and tells him to get out of the bed. The mayor wants Andy to pick up Jess, but Andy won't until he the agreed upon time. When five o'clock comes and goes, the mayor's patience wears thin and Andy decides that they're going to ride out to Jess's house to see what's the matter. When they get close to Jess's house, they park the car and start to take a shortcut to get to his house. Before they get off the road, Barney notices Jess up in a tree. When they question Jess and they try to get him to come down, he refuses each time. It's not until the mayor decides to go get Jess and make him come down out of that tree that we find out there's a bear at the bottom of the tree where Jess is at. We see the bear chase the mayor up the tree and end up putting Barney and Andy on top of the squad car as it climbs in the squad car itself. In the epilogue, we see Barney getting ready to go on his date with Juanita as he's planned on taking her down to the duck pond. Andy walks in with signs that the mayor once put up, and Barney, not wanting to make the mayor mad, decides that he'll go and put the signs up before his date. The mayor's signs say no parking, as he thinks that the duck pond has gotten to be a regular lover's lane. 
thus ruining Barney's date night. The Bible verse I want to look at today comes from Isaiah 26, verse 4. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. The writer here in Isaiah is writing of a song that the people of Judah will sing one day, but that day hasn't come yet. The writer talks about the strong city that God has made and how God will lay waste to his enemies. Though the nation of Israel did fail many times, they did put their trust in the Lord. Well, it took some help sometimes. They put their trust in the one true God that brought them out of Egypt out of captivity. They put their trust in the one true God who brought them out of the Babylonian reign. And they continue today to put their trust in the one true God who made them a nation again back in 1948 and trust in God who will put all their enemies under their feet for his sake. When Andy agreed to let Jess go home, he trusted Jess that he would come back and finish his sentence the way he said he would. He trusted him enough to go against the mayor's direct order to keep him in the jail. When the three days is up and Jess doesn't return, Andy still trusted Jess as he makes a comment that something must have come up or Jess would have been there. We later find out that what was up with Jess was, well, he was up in a tree. The reason that he broke the trust was not because of anything Jess going against his word, but it was because a bear that forced him in the tree. The mayor tries to make Jess come down out of the tree, and Jess tells him that he won't, and tries to warn the mayor to stay where he's at. And we see that had the mayor trusted Andy to begin with, and trusted Jess, well, the mayor wouldn't have been up at the tree with his clothes all torn, and Andy and Barney wouldn't be on top of the car with a bear in their car. We all should have a couple friends that we can trust beyond all measure. Someone we can trust to keep a secret. Trust to help out when needed. Or maybe just to, to be there when no one else is. That person is our rock. But I'm sure we all know of those who can't be trusted. Someone that if you ask them to give you two fives for a ten, you would count back the two fives to make sure that what they give you is right. I know this one person that if it was summer and they told me the sky was blue and the grass was green, I would go outside just to make sure. Trust is a hard thing to gain sometimes, and once a trust is broken, it is easily lost and almost impossible to gain back. Jess seemed to be the type of person that you could trust. Even when he was late coming back, Andy still trusted that Jess would be back, even though he was almost 30 minutes late. I hope you have someone close to you that you can trust, and I hope you're the type of friend that when someone else needs somebody they can trust, you're there, that you're that rock that somebody needs. The writer of Isaiah says that God is an everlasting rock and he can be trusted. We used to sing a song in Bible school that said the wise men built his house upon a rock. And when all the storms came and all the waters came, the house on the rock stood firm because the rock was a firm foundation. The motto of the United States is, in God we trust. Throughout the last few years, there's been a big draw by law enforcement agencies to add these words to their vehicles. Partly I think it's done for political reasons, but the words have never been more true. And I believe that if they didn't believe these words, they would never put them on their vehicles. Remember, when others fail you, and they will, we can put our trust in God because God is our firm foundation. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Maybury Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as we'll look at Season 3, Episode 3, Andy and Opie, Bachelors. And until then, thanks for listening.